Why are people with guns killing our children? Why are our children killing themselves with guns? I'm Gloria Moraga. This is the Political Woman Podcast. On March 22nd, two days ago, Austin Lyle, 17 years old, killed himself with a gun. Before he did that, he shot two school administrators at East High School in Denver, Colorado. This wasn't the first time Austin Lyle used a gun. In late 2021, Austin Lyle was charged with possessing a dangerous weapon and possessing a large capacity ammunition magazine after he was arrested in the Denver suburb of Aurora. According to Education Week, there have been 12 school shootings this year so far that resulted in injuries or deaths. There were 51 school shootings with injuries or deaths last year. And in 2018, 156 shootings. And now we go to the Gun Violence Archive. According to the Gun Violence Archive, there have been 117 mass shootings in the United States this year. 117, just in 2023. And it's, it's March. Total number of gun violence deaths, 9,488, almost 10,000. There are more statistics here. I- I'm not going to read them because you need to get ready. Get ready for some real heartbreak. The children. Children from age zero so birth to 11, killed by gun violence. 55 so far this year, 55 kids dead, 124 injured. And it gets worse when we go to teenagers, 12 to 17 years of age, 330. 330 teenagers in the United States have died so far this year. 788 have been injured. We haven't even finished the month of March yet. Now, I began writing this podcast, this post, on March 14th. That was the day President Joe Biden signed an executive order in my home state of California. I went through the archive the gun violence archive, and I wrote down statistics. And then I got busy doing stories on the ridiculous ex-president and came back to this story. And in the 10 days, the numbers have increased. More kids are dead now, 10 days later. Ten days ago, the number of kids killed with guns was under 300, and now it's almost 400 in 10 days. 
So Biden was in California 10 days ago because we've had two mass shootings in California this year so far. President Biden signed his executive order on guns in Monterey Park, California. That is where, on January 21st, 2023, a gunman stormed into a dance hall and gunned down 11 people. They were dancing. They were out for a night of dancing, celebrating the Lunar New Year, a time for joy, a time to rejoice about life. The gunman later killed himself during a standoff with police. I'll have more on that executive order and what gun lovers on Capitol Hill are doing or not doing. But first, I want to share some of the stories behind the numbers, behind the shootings, because there are real people there, real people, wonderful people, babies, our kids, our teenagers, our moms and our dads. I'm going to begin in Houston, Texas. This is from Newsweek, dated March 13th, Monday. I'll have all the links on my website. A three-year-old girl in Houston, Texas, accidentally shot and killed her four-year-old sister with a loaded gun left unsecured in the family's home. Harris County Sheriff Ed Garcia stated that this was yet another preventable gun death and urged people to be responsible gun owners. The tragedy said it's just an example of the high rate of gun deaths among children and teenagers in the United States. What the heck are we doing? Now, there were five adults in the apartment when this happened. And, you know, we've all had this happen. Everyone thought somebody else was watching the babies. But the kids were alone in the bedroom. In the bedroom with the gun in a nightstand. The three-year-old got her hands on a loaded semi-automatic pistol and she shot and killed her four-year-old sister. Gun locks. A gun safe. There are great ones now that work with the thumbprint, damn it. So far, the number of children and teens killed this year is 385. And as I said, in 10 days, that number went up from under 300 to almost 400. March 14th, 2023, Griffin, Georgia. An 11-year-old girl dies after a stray bullet hit her through her bedroom window. She was in her bedroom. One of the rounds fired at the intended target missed, traveled through the victim's bedroom window, struck her, killing her instantly says Spalding County Sheriff Daryl Dix. Spalding County deputies and first responders responded to the scene. The coroner arrived and pronounced the 11-year-old little girl dead. Dead.
February 5th, 2023. Olivehurst, California. Ten-year-old Frankie Rosales is described as intelligent, compassionate, a foodie, whose hobbies were baseball and karate and who loved to share random facts. We probably would have loved each other, me and Frankie. He was shot and killed on Sunday night during what deputies from the Yuba County Sheriff's Office said was a dispute among families. Police arrested Juan Ortiz, 31, on charges of homicide, shooting at an inhabited building, and, and for being a felon in possession of a firearm and ammunition. This is why we need background checks. My baby didn't deserve this, said Lori Rosales, the mother of Frankie. February 7th, 2023, Portage, Indiana, on a Tuesday at approximately 11 a.m. Portage police and fire units were dispatched to the 100 block of Coral Avenue. It reports that a two-year-old female, two-year-old, two years, had suffered a gunshot wound, according to police. The initial investigation shows that the child was able to gain access to a family-owned firearm. The child, two years old, was able to discharge a single round, striking herself. No other children were in the home. No other injuries reported. An autopsy has been scheduled. Mass shootings. On March 10th, 2023, in Hialeah, Florida, a mass murder. Five people were found dead in a Miami Lakes home. Police say it was a murder-suicide. Two of the bodies were found in two separate bedrooms. Another was found in the garage. A law enforcement source told the Miami Herald that three victims were relatives of the shooter and they had just arrived from Cuba on the Thursday before this. Rolando Aguilar identified one of the victims as his ex-wife. He also said his son, Danny Aguilar, 34, also died. Police later determined that was Danny, the 34-year-old, who was the shooter. One neighbor said, we ride bikes through here. It's a super safe neighborhood. February 17th, 2023. Arkabudala, Mississippi. Want to know where that is? It's near Coldwater, Mississippi. Six people shot dead at different locations. The gunman, Richard Dale Crum, 52. He began his shooting spree at 11 a.m. outside the Express Mart. That's where his first victim was killed. David Mueller lives across the street from the store. Authorities said Crum shot and killed 59-year-old Chris Boyce as he sat in the driver's seat of his pickup truck. Boyce's brother was next to him in the front seat. He ran away and survived. 
The shooter has been charged with first-degree murder. Crumb allegedly killed his ex-wife, wounded her husband, killed his stepfather and his stepfather's sister, and then killed two handymen who were working at the suspect's house. They were found in the backyard. One report says he had mental problems. Why did he have a gun? Everyone knew he had mental problems. February 27th, 2023, Lermont County, Ohio. This is filed on the website under Family Annihilation. Members of one family shot in murder-suicide minutes before being evicted from their foreclosed home, the sheriff says. The sheriff's office says it was investigating the four deaths as a potential murder-suicide in the Ohio township. Uniformed deputies responded to a home on Rival Ridge Road at about 9.40 a.m. Monday to serve civil papers. Now, authorities said they'd been working with Teresa Kane, who was very cooperative about the family's financial problems and their upcoming eviction on their foreclosed house. She told him she just had a few more things to pack. When a deputies arrived to serve the eviction papers, they heard a muffled, no, 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 inside the house, followed by gunfire. Teresa Kane fired five gunshots, then turned the 38 caliber revolver on herself. Deputies found her dead inside, along with her 13-year-old son, Ethan Kane, her husband, Stephen Kane, and her 74-year-old father, William Felton. Samantha Kane, 20, was critically hurt and remains in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Police say... Not a thing was packed, leading investigators to believe that Teresa Kane hid the eviction from her family right up until she killed them, the sheriff said. The stories are horrible. There are some horrible ones that have just happened, and it's just too painful to even repeat them. Back to politics. President Biden signed an executive order on Monday, March 15th, which could maybe help increase background checks. The executive order takes aim at gun sellers who don't perform required background checks. Case after case, you see people with mental problems using guns to kill. The required background checks must be taken seriously in this country. They are not. Now, the executive order is relying heavily on the provisions contained within the bipartisan Safer Communities Act, which was signed into law last June. It also directs federal agencies to improve public awareness and promote the use of red flag laws. 
Now, the Safer Communities Act is supported by the March for Our Lives organization. March for Our Lives is happening right now. Right now. Yesterday, today, tomorrow. People are marching. Right now, we need a national, countrywide ban on assault weapons and magazines. Nobody on earth needs these guns. This doesn't outright ban all guns. And someone on one of the television stations said, all weapons are assault weapons. They're all, they're all rapid fire. Gun reform advocates and Democratic lawmakers praised Biden and this executive order, saying it's going to help save some lives. Meanwhile, Republicans in Congress and pro-gun groups panned the executive order as overreach. Overreach? How many more people have to die? This was tweeted by the National Sporting National Shooting Sports Foundation. The Biden-Harris administration's attack on the firearm industry continues. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for nothing. You don't need some of these weapons for sport, Mr. Mr. Ma'am. And then get this. This is the latest. On Capitol Hill on Thursday, March 23rd. That was yesterday. This is, I'm recording this podcast on Friday. There was a gun rights hearing on Capitol Hill. Gun rights hearing because, wow, gun owners are just so put upon. There's just no rights for gun owners, for even mentally ill gun owners and kids who get their hands on these weapons. So Republicans in charge of the House had this gun rights hearing. And it was pretty disgusting. And the hearing escalated into a verbal altercation between two lawmakers because one of the parents who was shouting out in the audience was arrested. You can see the video. It's online. I'm yelling. (laughs) I'm just so disgusted. They arrested the parent who had a son who was killed in the 2018 Parkland, Florida shooting. You go there to talk to lawmakers and these Republicans won't even see you. They won't even listen to you. They won't even talk to you. What do they do? They arrest a parent who's there with a broken freaking heart. And what are Republicans doing? They're going to visit the insurrectionists in jail when we've got at the exact same day and time parents of children who have been killed by guns at school on Capitol Hill. They have him arrested. What is wrong with this picture? They're too busy helping the gun lobby, which donates to their campaigns. And they're using the Second Amendment to do that, to rake in the dough. So I've already mentioned it, but this is the March for Lives weekend. Yeah, it's a take on uh, the anti-abortion people who have March for Life. Well, this is March for Lives, people who are already alive. 
children that nobody seems to care about. Five years ago, Gen Z Americans started a movement to demand gun safety because these people, these, this generation is growing up with guns in their lives, killing their friends and killing them. March for Lives is designed to support common sense gun safety, including that Safer Communities Act that I mentioned. That was the first federal legislation on guns in 30 years. We are so backward, it is unbelievable. Last year, there were 450 marches worldwide. The younger generation were behind and supporting 20-plus state laws to curb gun violence. I just heard on the radio a supporter of March for Lives saying, we can't do this alone. We need the older generation to help. We need everybody to help with this. I say back, yes, you do. But you, the younger generation, you're our hope. Just like Princess Leia said to Obi-Wan Kenobi, you are our only hope. The older generation's not doing it. And what do we have to do? Keep voting. Vote. If a politician can't put kids' lives before the money they get from the gun lobby, we need to vote them out of office in mass. That should be, what is your platform? What are you going to do for me when you get up there? I want to know your vote on gun safety. If they won't say that they're going to vote for gun safety, then we need to vote them out of office. March for Lives. March for Gun Safety. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. I vote. It's more important than ever now. Kids are dying every day. It's more important than ever now. Vote. Be safe. <laughs>